0: We are jumping right back into uh, chapter 3 of the book of James as we have been journeying through this book to really learn about a practical approach to faith and life. And James was talking practically to people. And yes, there's lots of ways we can mix up James, lots of ways that we can misinterpret, you know, this uh, you know, James and his works and faith and um but he's really saying the same thing, it's just in a practical way. It's not saying works are going to save you. Jesus is the only one that can save you. But our faith should be active. And so James chapter three, we're just going to hit uh, three to five today. We can make a large horse go wherever we want by means of a small bit in its mouth. And a small rudder makes a huge ship turn wherever the pilot chooses to go. Even though the winds are strong, in the same way, the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches. But a tiny spark can set a great forest on fire. James is going to spend the this section of... of chapter three just talking about the tongue and as you can see the tongue is pretty powerful and as it says you know the 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 horse um even though the horse is a big beast yet a small bit in its mouth you know can can make the horse go where it wants a small rudder in a huge ship can make that ship turn even when the winds are strong and even in the same way those those The tongue can be a making grand speeches. But really, what we get down to today is: is he really talking about the tongue? Now, we know without your tongue, it's going to be hard to speak, or it'll be hard for people to understand you at least, because the tongue does control much of what's happening with speech. There's no stuttering is able to form the letters that uh, and and the and the speech patterns and all kinds of stuff without your tongue. I don't know if you've ever tried to speak without your tongue. It's it's not easy. So there might be noises coming out, but you know it takes a tongue to be able to speak. But is he really talking about the tongue? Cuz the tongue is not the center of our uh, Yes, it takes a lot to be able to speak with, right? You know, you need your tongue, but is he really talking about the tongue? I think that it gets back to something that's even bigger is like, uh, to me, it always goes to our heart. and And so the tongue is really a reflection of what's happening internal. And we always then would say that this is an opportunity for us to be able to see to know to understand what's happening in us. We talked uh, this past Sunday yesterday about uh uh this whole section we went through 1 through 12 in uh, in church on Sunday and and really when you get down to the like verse 12 it's saying that where are you drawing from? Because this is going to be a really part, like if you're drawing from a salty spring, then guess what? Salty things are going to come out. So where are you drawing your inspiration? Because where, what's coming out of you is often a reflection of the things that you're putting in you. So we ask not the, just the condition of your tongue, but we really say what's the condition of your heart? Where's your heart at right now? Where does those things that you are finding bitterness, anger, rage, and it's finding your way out of your mouth? Now, I'm not saying you take all your bitterness, you rage, and you keep it inside and you figure out a way to keep it balled up. No, that's, that's terrible too. Because those things are going to eat you up inside. You have to be able to deal with those things to be able to find ways of expressing it, understanding it, without trying to lash out, using your words to really tear people down. Because that's going to be, you're going to find, the condition of someone's heart that's doing that is not good. They're not in a good place they're not in a good place with themselves, whether it's with themselves or with God, and it's really finding that it's that salty well that they're drawing from. So, where are you drawing hope from? Are you looking at God's word, spending time with God? Maybe you know, other times you know, people like to be able to to play Christian music as a you know a source of of, of hope of life. Now, I'm not one of those, you, you, the only thing you can ever listen to is Christian music, um, but I know that there are people who say, there's a source that I'm trying to be able to find some hope and encouragement, and when I listen to it, it becomes that well that I'm drawing some some of that, that hope and expectation because it's centered on Jesus. Now, when you're looking at it, you're saying, all right, so you don't like Christian music cool what are you going to do to draw from the well where are you spending your time are you looking at times in the morning and saying i'm going to spend time with god even if it's just a little bit of time where are you drawing from because that well is going to dry up if you're trying to be able to do this on your own and this is what james is getting at and it's what i kind of you know broke down yesterday it was like james is saying if you're trying to do this on your own you're going to fail Nobody can bridle the tongue, nobody can control the tongue, and it's really going to have to go back to our hope in Christ. We are not going to be able to do this on our own, not in our own power, not in our own strength. So what's the condition of your heart? What well are you drawing from? I hope that you would seriously try to be able to figure out those answers to those questions as we try to be able to draw on the strength of God, the creator of all things. All right, everybody, we're going to continue in this same vein tomorrow, talking through this this passage and finding a couple other places which God clearly continues to call us to understand the condition of our hearts and our tongue. All right, everybody, have a great day. We will see you tomorrow. Take care.